1: Bad shirt, sure, Coach Mark Mitchell. Wilberforce Bulldogs, River Force Ohio. Doing this out of NAI. You see him in that nice shirt back there. Coach Mitch, how you doing, my
2: brother? Man, so far so good. You know, always in the always in a grind mode, uh, grinding not to to wear down, but grinding to build. So you know, every day, every day is a new day. Every day is an opportunity to put another brick in that foundation, so we can build something that's you know really worthy and strong. And folks who don't know
1: this coach is also the cross country coach. Oh, he before so He's, he's <laughs> du- double duty in basketball and cross country.
2: That's at HBCU, small level HBCU. You just you got to plug in the holes where you can.
1: No doubt. Coach man, how is that, man? Going, trying to go from basketball to cross country. How is that trying to keep them both without getting your wives crossed on both of them? How is that, man?
2: Well, for us, it's great. And I'll tell you why. Because the art style of play requires you to be in the best shape possible. And the way that we train allows us to simultaneously train for uh, any any event that we're in, and then mainly cross-country. Our young people, this past weekend, this past Friday, they really did well in the right state uh, event, and they competed. And they competed ahead with ahead of a lot of other teams, who that's their whole focus. And, you know, we trained to compete and we trained to be in great, great, great strength and great condition. And all five of our guys did really, really well. And Coach Mitchell, man, man taking take, take a job
1: in Mr. COVID, man, how tough was that in 2020? Taking a job in the middle of COVID, not know what's going on, you know, people were pretty much shut down. So how the you trying to build a program and a roster and firing guys in the middle of a pandemic like that?
2: <laughs> well, i tell you what it's because I'm an educator by trade. So what happens is when things go, go the other way, you pivot and you're able to pivot just like you were making a lesson plan and things went South in the classroom. You got to make a pivot. Well, for us, it was a great pivot. I'm going to be honest with you because we didn't have to prepare to play games. All we were, we were able to do was prepare to build culture. And that was the best thing ever for us. That's why I would like to think that we are where we are today, because we took that time instead of worrying about playing or who we had or what this looked like or how that was going to be. We just worried about building culture and getting the right young people in our culture so that we could build a great foundation and the foundation that we have to this day.
1: No doubt, coach. Like I say, you know, sometimes people try to try to try to look at records. And I'm like, and you can't look at records sometimes because you don't know what yeah. the c- circumstances. Biz, ABCU, myself, tends to say I understand. Sometimes yeah. circumstances don't allow you. Just like you to play buy games and yeah, travel yeah. All over the over the country to raise money. Right, it's like it's not so black and white as the record. That's you don't understand what's behind that record. And I play like, sometime ABC, ABC in schools. The coaches get the shorty instead because you have to go. You have to go play for money and get your head beaten. Non, non, non. Leave. Yeah. Then you look. Oh, you look, come on. You, you know what time of day it was. <laughs> but, you you kiss You know, But
2: they want to get rid of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they ask you to go get the money, raise the money. You get your head cracked, You the sacrificial lamb. The next thing you know, you <laughs> out of there. I mean, come on now. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, though. It really is. Oh, no doubt, man. No doubt. But like I tell people, you know, you have to, in this business, you have to make it really central about one thing, and that's going to always be about the young people. And the more you make it about them and less about everybody else's narrative, you got a shot because you'll start to really invest in those, the people that, that, that you need you'll invest in them to the point where you build such a relationship that that relationship will manifest itself in a lot of different ways from on the court, when you're in ball games, from tough situations after the ball game, from eating, you're out in a a facility eating. And if you got really good people and you're invested in them, they'll reciprocate that by demonstrating Different things to you on the court. When things get tough, they'll fight through it. They'll do the things that you you need them to do, and then they'll really surprise you because some things that they may that they may have not demonstrated prior to, they'll do it because you've invested in them. You get out in the in the community. Guess what? They'll they'll show you what you've invested in. Our guys, I never forget. We were on a trip, and you know when we travel, we're different from a lot of times in the southern HBCU to the northern HBCU because we don't play against a lot of HBCUs we play against a lot of the you know PWIs or or WIs we play a lot of, we play against a lot of them so when we go and we're traveling we're traveling places where we got to sit and eat and it's so funny to watch you know the caucasian community react to us when we come in and sit down and they get to talking to our guys and they go oh my and I'm like, what did you think you were gonna get? I mean, we, I mean, we're not a, we, we ain't in the zoo. I mean, our guys a good guy, so you'll be surprised when you watch them manifest the things that you poured into them. You'll be really surprised with that, but that, that all comes from the investment that you make into them.
1: No doubt, like I know some of them, like you say, we go some cities like Murray, yeah. uh, you know, Richmond, yeah. Kentucky, and yeah. uh. I don't live. Yeah. I'm like you, you feel so like I'll tell you a story. Like we we played East Tennessee State, right? Yeah, we on the town square, coach. <laughs> and, they, and they 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 ain't called the, the five over the 12s over. That's it. <laughs> the, bro the town square, we ain't doing nothing. <laughs> hey, hey
2: man, cause they afraid of the congregation. When you start <laughs> to bring that group together. Either there's gonna be great momentum moving forward, or there's gonna be some, some fooling that's going on. But they don't realize that black folks know how to act. And black folks, when we congregate, we congregate the fellowship with one another, not to come and cause mischief and mayhem.
1: Yeah, that's not that's not our nature. As as, as people like that, we, we're here to have a community and and be right. and have one. It's like <laughs> I, it happened in the old six coach, I ain't forgot it. Like we on the town square, John C is chilling. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I guess it was two hundred
2: too many of us. <laughs> two hundred too many of you. You right? That's what it is. Hey man, what they say, Johnny Law? You got to know your plate. Yes, hey, sir. Man. I'm like, what are we doing? But now nah, you correcting that? Yes, sir. Yeah. And coach, let me ask you,
1: man, for, for for your guys, and, and as you look at look at a player, want to branch on your program. Mm-hmm. What do you look for them in the character? character off the court, not on the court, but let's look, look mm-hmm. forward the young man when you talk to his parents to see what he's about the future coach for the integrity piece intelligence piece, just being about the team and being about the right things
2: Well, that's, and it's interesting you ask that question because I get this a lot because I was fortunate to have coached at Ohio State, so when I was at Ohio State, you know the one thing that, you know, everybody talks about is the brand and you have to be able to Recruit to the brand because you want people to be able to respect the brand, to build the brand, to move the brand. So because most of the time your first introduction to a young person is watching them on the court and watching them on the court. If you get caught up in watching them score and different things like that, you'll miss a lot of the signs. So one of the first things I look for when I watch kids play, I look for if they can pass. If you can pass, it tells me a lot about you tells me that a you have a really good feel for the game b you have a good understanding of how to deliver the ball on time and on target but c more importantly that tells me you don't mind playing with that other person then when things go south on the court you watch and walk off the court you watch the interaction let's say something as tricky as happened coach subbed out Kid could walk off the court one or two ways embracing the fact that my teammate coming in and I can't worry about that. I got to stay focused on what my job is. And, you know, I made a mistake, bye, bye, bye. And we keep it moving. And you watch that interaction with the coach and the team members on the bench. If that's a really good interaction, you got a shot. So that tells me, A, Kid wants to do it the right way. B, kid has a really good IQ for the game. C, when they start walking off the court, they have a really good interaction. Okay, bingo. So now that lets me know that we can take this a step further. So then what you start to do is you start to build your circle around the kids that you're recruiting. Okay, that took care of that piece. So now you start to get into the school realm. And the first couple people I've always went to talk to is A, the janitor. B, the music teacher. C, the cafeteria worker. The janitor, because the janitor always sees everybody in the hallway. B the music teacher, nobody, nobody likes to go to music class. They go to music okay. class and they include, they cutting up. So when that person walks in that music, how are they? In something that may not even mean anything to them. They go into that class in that particular music class and they go, wow. And if they're in there doing what needs to be done, that tells me a lot about how they're going to be in class and how they're going to approach the academic piece. And then when you get to talking to the cafeteria worker, you find people when they're at their most vulnerable is when they're eating because they're most relaxed. They're in a good environment. So how do they, how do they play that? Are they in a good situation to the point where they are eating and congregating and dealing with life or are they, Eating, congregating, and they the life of the party on the tables, in and out of different conversations, all over the place. You get that when you get that person, you got to watch that because they're going to be like that when they get there away from you. So that's kind of how we do that. And that's kind of how I do it and start to build that because our brand, like Ohio State's brand, is worth $400, $590 million. Our brand might be only worth $20 over at Wilberforce, but it's still our brand. And you got to learn to respect that.
1: Yeah, Coach, you might not have would have took me, Coach. I was playing uh, Spades and throwing dice at the
2: lunch table. You might not have took me, Coach. I was throwing yeah, dice and playing
1: Spades,
2: man. Man, And trust me on that. And everything has its place. And let's say you got your guys and everybody, we in between, you know, moves. And, you know, everything's kind of calm. And they playing Spades. As a team, I'm cool with that. I ain't got no problem with that. That's just what it is, you know. Now, shooting the dice thing, I always got a little issue with because of my history of growing up and some of the things I watched, and you know, in the streets, you know, you know, I always got a got an issue with that. But you know, I allow them to beat themselves when it's time for them to beat themselves. But I get you on that though. Yeah,
1: we were definitely. I ain't gonna lie, we were shooting dice, and she was playing <laughs> space the table, doing doing beats. <laughs> i was making beats and rapping on time. <laughs> that, that, that was a crew I ran with, Coach. I ain't gonna lie hey. to you. <laughs>
2: that hey. was my crew. Hey, and I ain't mad at you because that was mine too. But I, <laughs> I had to, uh, for me to move the way that I need to move, I had to make a decision. So I'm with you on that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, ask you, man. Like uh, you know, for you, man. Uh, what point? I know you're educated about trade, so let me ask you. So, what point in your journey, besides joining the coaches, I know. My dad's a coach, and, you know, right. I see where he goes. He's in his 80s, and his players still hit, hit him up all the time, and they hit, he, taking baby showers and weddings like that because of his players. So, for you, like, what point of your journey you you want to get in coaching, make this your life's path, Coach Mitch?
2: Well, you know, the interesting thing, when I was at Eastern Kentucky, you know, I was, I was a really, really good offensive lineman. A lot of things were going my way, and, A reporter one day asked me, you know, if you weren't going to play football, and let's say football was over with, what is it that you wanted to do? Well, because I watched my mom and dad in education, my uncle in education, you know, I've always said this. I wanted to be able to go to the inner city and make a huge impact on young young African-American kids. That was always one of my deals because I felt the investment that people made in me cuz I was going the wrong way but I had a I had a white coach man in my high school invest in me and he he essentially changed who I am and he you know he called me out on some things and you know in a way that you know that you would never get a a white coach maybe to call you out and you realize that hey maybe I do need to make some adjustments and as my journey moved forward I never lost sight on you know, giving back and helping kids and making their life a lot better and and giving them some in-depth knowledge that would give them a distinct advantage. And and let me tell you this, it's funny because, you know, you know, the pro football thing, I played a little bit. I didn't play as long as I thought I should have. So football, I I was so disgruntled with football when I got done, I didn't even coach football. I had a GA ship to go to florida state when charlie Ward and them won the uh national championship i was going down there to be a ga but i was so mad because my pro career didn't last as long as i wanted it to i never i gave up on football i didn't want to coach football i started coaching uh junior high basketball i'm sweeping floors you know making sure the lights on and doing those different things and as chance would happen uh i get this i get this some opportunities and i literally go on like interviews I'm a runner up in different interviews 19 times. I'm wow. literally a runner up 19. Me and another guy 19 times at the high school level. On job number 20, God opens a door and I go through that door. I go through that door and if the teenage murder rate was higher than the teenage graduation rate, they were a failing school. They had no resources. They had been owing and- Twenty-two. They were on twenty, only twenty-one the year before we got there. One and twenty, one and twenty the year before. Year before that, two and something the year before that, and had won a game the year before that. So the first date, the first year we get there, we go twenty-two and three. And people say, "What was the turnaround?" Well, a lot of people will think it's me, and I said, "No, it's the kids because the kids decided they made up in their mind that." Okay, this is what he came in, this is what he's preaching, and I'm in with that. And, and we're gonna follow this. And from there, I had a, you know, I had a really, really successful high school career. And that meant that matriculated into me building some relationships that end up putting me in a position to get to Ohio State, which allowed me to build further relationships that put me in a position to make impact impacts on young people and one of the relationships that I had cultivated put me in the position to be here at Wilberforce so doing all of that and opening all those doors allowed me to be able to re, you know live a life's passion in terms of really developing young people African-American kids uh, to be able to be prepared for what's next because a lot of the coaching that I've been through has been at the really high level. So giving that back to them and then watching them take that—that's all. I, that's all that matters to me. That's really all that matters to me. And watching them grow and watching them develop, and then them come back and say, "Man, Coach Mitch, man, I appreciate that." Call me at three in the morning, Coach Mitch. Man, it's tough, and we talk about some things, you know, baby showers you know birthdays you know like i told my guys when we were in high school i said man i'm tired of going to funerals man can we just go to a wedding let me go come to a wedding i want wedding cake i don't want to go to the repast and eat that chicken i want to give me some wedding cake let's do that instead of you know burying people all the time let's do let's do some of the things that are enjoyable in life and and we as we talked about that they gravitated to that those things and we were able to move them forward from there.
1: Yeah, coach, I'm almost 40. So the things I learned in Chelsea State, they make sense to me now, being almost 40. <laughs> now, I, I, I said, Coach, I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was a knucklehead from from, from Westside Atlanta. I wasn't <laughs> listening to you, but now the things that haven't been in this different position you told me about having to be, be somebody's parent and lead uh-huh. somebody and, you know, make, man,
2: look. It makes sense now, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> I say it makes sense like right and it's clear as a bell right now. <laughs> yes. Like, I apologize for being a knucklehead. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And 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 this is the thing I always tell tell young people when they when they get to that route, I'm just here to save you from yourself. You don't realize what you're doing, but I'm just here to help you save you from yourself. No, coach, I'm gonna get I said, okay, no problem. I said, but. Let me just help you, and 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 either they're going to buy into that or not. <laughs> yeah, because you know it was it was
1: so simple. He was telling me, I was say, Jay, the next right thing. So the- y- you ain't got to always get somebody back or be vindictive or plan a plot on somebody. Just I'm gonna next- take care I- of them.
2: You got to. <laughs> Coach, I was raised up, look, I'm, 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 I'm going to get you back. <laughs> and, hey, man, and I tell my kids this, I was watching the, was it, uh, uh, Tyler Perry, My Diary of a Mad Back Black Woman. Cicely Tyson says something in there that is so eloquent to me. She says, baby, God can do far more with him than you can. Hey, so that Iverly right there releases everything. So I tell my guys, man, don't 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 get yourself into that into that world because God can do more with them than you can. So this, you focused on to your point, the next right thing, and let everything else fall where it may. Yeah, like Coach, I'll tell you, but Coach.
1: It took me getting into my thirties, almost <laughs> now forties, for me to actually let it sink in. Yeah, amen. <laughs> I said, I said, I, I, I truly was a work in progress until until my thirties. Trust and believe. I, I wasn't as refined as I am now, Coach. I promise <laughs> to God, I was not. <laughs> hey, I'm thankful. I finally made it.
2: <laughs> that's it. That's it. But you know what? The good thing is, that's a box you put on the shelf, and when you can do the John Wick, whenever you're ready, you can go back and get that box. But at least you got that in you. You can go get that box off the shelf and go get it. When you need to, because sometimes you need to, but you just got to know when it's time and not make that your life's work. You're right. Yeah, because people like, you know, because my coach, I ain't going to lie,
1: my my (laughs) early radio career, some people who pissed me off, excuse my language. Yeah, yeah. I got all these airwaves and ripped them to (laughs) shreds. Hey, that's it.
2: So what they say, whoever got the mic
1: last, and I got the mic. So let's go. Listen, Hey, go to the year 13 and 14. I ain't that guy no more. <laughs> and coach, I was on the air at two in the morning, right?
0: Wow. So I had
1: even more loud, to say, 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 say certain things. Wow. Oh I worked from two God. to seven in the morning. I had, the, oh, I had yeah. two,
2: truly, I had the graveyard too. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, you and, was you was free you was what they call free balling from two to seven. Man, man, whatever was on your tongue was on was on was on that mic. <laughs> Yes, so hey, I lit some people in the
1: street. There it is. There it is. That people ain't is, nothing wrong with you. people tune in People just wake up and hear what I have to say about us. got God, stop this <laughs> people <laughs> are coming. they don't hear my sport. They he be clown people. All <laughs> right, right. I like. It. I love it. I love like, it. And then night. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I went from two to seven to eleven to two to weekends. Oh my! And now I'm doing my own thing. So okay. I okay. have, I've definitely grown, but hey, also it's me, the deer, and
2: then the, the <laughs> hang. Hey, which ain't a bad group to hang with? <laughs> you know. Ain't a bad group. <laughs> so yeah,
1: I'll say, I'm entertaining you, these people that ask the food and say certain things. You know, it worked. It was a it was shock jock isn't doing it. It yeah, worked. It got it. me where I was. Job.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know, oh, like, man. look here, I look here, all these dudes going radio talk, just like Jim Rome used to. I can say something as That's it, that's it. Great that's barbershop it.
2: talk to like that radio. Well, it, no early morning radio. That point. That's it. Barbershop talk to early morning radio. I love it. They tell yes, it, they tell sir. It. I <laughs> yes,
1: love sir. it. You know what's most funny is that the guy came on after me he was like, man, people don't want people tell me I'm born after coming after you. Well, brother, um,
2: hard act I, to follow.
1: I like, I'm eccentric and I'm electric. Like I'm a brother, you that's just it. a little dry. You, a little, <laughs> I said, I said, I said, brother, you're banks and I'm, and I'm jazz. Amen.
2: <laughs> that's, hey, that's it. Hey, Amen. Hey, but everybody got their land. That's on him. He didn't carve out his own path. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> it ain't my fault. I ain't, ain't my fault I made it a tough act to follow. <laughs> you got there, right?
1: So you got to do what I do, brother. Like, you know how That's it is. It. And, and Coach, Mitch, Coach Mitch, for you guys and scheduling games, man, like uh, how's that go at your level, Um,
2: having to schedule
1: non-con games for, out of CAC?
2: Well, here's the good thing with us is, you know, because the CAC is that independent world, we get a chance to kind of be really eclectic, if you would, to schedule some variety of games. And we have a wide variety of games, especially this year. And at Wilberforce, we've had to, we've had to rebuild some relationships because in the past, you know, Wilberforce has not been that iconic in terms of and in, in terms of how to deal with schools and how the normal thing goes in terms of showing up on times, in terms of you know, how do you leave the place after after you're done, whether you win or lose? How do you, re, you know, how do you play the game in, in, a, in, in a way that is your way, but you're still respectful of everybody that you're competing against? And we've been able to repair a lot of those relationships because of the relationships that I was able to build over my career. So that made, now it's made it a little easier because like, well, this time I know we got Miami of Ohio. Me and uh, Sean Miller uh, were when are uh, really good friends, and we may end up getting a game with them. Uh, Shaka Smart and I were going, we were going to get a game with uh, Marquette, but distance played a, a role in that. And uh, you know, so with with some of the people that I know and some of the relationships that I built, we've been able to do some really unique things. Like I know we come down to Clark. Uh, I want to say December the 9th, I think we're down there, but that, once again, that's based off a relationship that was built. And then it's it's tough sometimes because our style of play makes it really scary for some people. Like we played Ashland up in Ashland, Ohio, and they're one of the top NCAA D2 teams in the country. And we go up there and we beat them on their court. And then they had been undefeated, and we had beat them there – and people were like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" So he didn't want to schedule us this year, and 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 you know, once again, that's a money game for us. But I I get it. Then uh, so we turn around two days later, we beat Central State, and you know, so our style of play is one of those styles that can be somewhat scary. But you know, there are now some coaches who are are really willing to open their doors so that we can continue to kind of grow our program and play some of these games to help our kids get some really unbelievable experiences. So we've done a really good job scheduling non-conference and scheduling some, some, uh, some guarantee games. And, uh, like we tried to get with coach Penny down at, uh, Tennessee state. Cause I know Ty who's the women's coach. I know him really, really well. And, uh, you know, Coach Penny, he never returned my 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 call. So I guess you know that that we'll try to get that get with that a little bit next talk year.
1: To I, 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 talk to him personally. You need to go talk to. I need to go walk in his office and talk hey. to him. man, <laughs> hey, we'll,
2: we'll let him know. Let him I know. Say, me. my
1: man, Coach Bitchard, I holler at you, man. we before. Yeah. but I yeah. think what it could be is he's already playing Fisk.
2: Yeah, yeah, now, that now
1: could it. that could be because every every first game of the year is Fisk.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: So they yeah. could be he didn't write to one play two in the high schools. Yeah, know. well
2: that's his nine what they would call that nine D one. Yeah. So and that and those then they with the rule change like that, that's really made it tougher on you know smaller schools like us to be able to schedule games like that. But to your point, you're right.
1: That it could be that he already got that fifth game in there. He don't yeah. want to probably play two, nine, but I will trust me, I'll see you next week and as well, I'll be up there for the John Mary Classic.
2: I will yeah. see him. i be yeah. like, hey, bro, let's. Listen. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen, hey, man, I'm telling you, hey, that we, hey, we love to love that opportunity because I could get my my people from Memphis. They would love to come up and and, and get some things. And me and Penny uh, Hardaway are really good friends, and we were gonna get it. We had a situation set up with them, but they had already had too many nine D ones as well because we, we we're gonna play rust, and we were gonna you know kind of paired up with Russ, LeMond, and uh, and uh, Memphis. and uh, But, you know, some things logistically didn't work out, but those are the opportunities that we've really been trying to cultivate and work on.
1: Well, if you ever need any help with Kennesaw State, I'm cool with Pettway. I'm cool okay. with Johns Hayes at Georgia State. I'm cool with Damon Sotomayor at Tech. So,
2: Okay, I can always talk
1: to them, brothers, for you, man.
2: <laughs> no, hey, I appreciate it. I know that I know Jonas. I know the Jonas Twins. I know them, the Hayes Twins, really well, because my uh, my uncle was uh, the principal at Doug in uh, in Atlanta for for years, and uh, so I I remember meeting them when they were still in high school, and we just kind of kept a relationship. And one of my former players is on their staff down at Georgia State, so. Um, uh, so it's a good deal though. But now we're gonna lean on it. We're gonna lean on you, my brother. Hey, brother, hey, look, I this
1: is a true story. I have got games done by people knowing me. I, that's that's true story. <laughs> I, have, hey. I have I have I've arranged games by places I have with certain folks. I've done it, it's
2: very true. I've done that in the past. <laughs> I'm with it. Hey, guess what? We're gonna lean on you. We cultivating this relationship, and we're gonna lean on you and we're gonna help each other. My dude. Yes, sir, Coach. I'm gonna tell you, Coach, before you go.
1: Um, oh. and I, when I was a kid in school, I did a, they we did a project on HBCUs. What's the down that do a project on? Wilberforce. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, wow.
2: in fourth grade. Are you? Wow, wow. Ain't that something? Well, yes. Well, they got plenty of they got plenty of history out there. Some of it ain't as good as it is for other school. But nonetheless, we got a history, and that's we just got and it. We, and what's what we would do? We had, had to write
1: write a, a letter to each school okay. wherever we picked. and they sent us. I got I got a wooden Force flag, some pencils. So I, okay. That's why had pencils on that kid. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I <was> saying, <laughs> <you know? laughs> and I got feel sticker to put on my wall. So yes, yeah. Is, so that was probably in fourth grade, and you know, how many years ago was that? Thirty years ago.
2: <laughs> something.
1: Cause I'm I'm 84. So that I means wow. that was nine that was nine, 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 three.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. 30 years ago, man, hey, man, wow, wow. So like, it's full circle now. It. 30 years later, that- full circle. <laughs> hey, but once again, like I always say, the game, this thing of sports makes the world smaller. So there it is. Coach Mitchell, before to I talk to you
1: my brother, I'm getting them okay. offline, man. We can stay in contact with each other, man. We work work together, man. And I'll see you at Clark Clark on, a, on a December 9th there, man. And uh you yep. will get the thing going, brother. No doubt.
2: I appreciate it. I'll make sure you have all my contact information. I'll email you with all of that information. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And uh you'll see a lot of the things that we're doing with our program. Like we journal a lot. We're reading a couple books right now. So we do a lot of things that are – not just that about basketball, because we're about the investment of that total kid and developing them. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram and you'll be able to see a lot of that. And I'll share that with you via email here shortly. We'll do Coach. so far, my brother. All right. Likewise, man. Hey, keep doing with your thing, big fella. I ain't mad at you. No doubt. I sure will, brother. <laughs> All right, babe. Be good, man. Thanks for having me. up. All right,
0: babe. BS3 Network changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z, sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast, on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com/BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network.
1: What's up, good people? Bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. When the game starts. What's up, family? John, the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio.
0: Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR. Saturdays at 9 a.m. right
1: here on AM 1010, The King.